Hi, lovelies. Okay, firstly, I heard from lots of you how much you loved the last episode, and I really loved creating it. Sometimes when it comes to working on ourselves and self-improvement, the work can feel really like heavy, and we spend time thinking about where we aren't successful, really skipping over where we are. And obviously, the longer we do this, the less we are going to implement more things right? So a knowing, might I add, knowing without implementing is also a recipe for layers of shaming and judging, which only makes us feel worse. So um, we want to make light of these things. We want to know that we have a human brain. We don't have to take ourselves super seriously all the time. In other news, my time hackers are literally blowing my mind. They have been creating concepts and ideas based off of what they are learning and the changes they are making in their lives and then all benefiting from it. It's like compounded creativity in this room. And it happens when you stop being busy all the time and start creating space for creativity. They've been introducing like fiction mornings. Remember reading for fun? We've had champagne bubble baths. We've had healthy home cooking. We've had walks with their kids or movie nights with their kids and workout habits, all of which weren't on the agenda before they joined Time Hackers. Their lives are already more full of things they want now. They started exactly where you are and have created space with ease and without compromising their work life, their goals. In fact, they're also creating and achieving more in their work. Because when you enjoy your life, you increase your failure tolerance. This is why they are creating more success and more fun. But speaking of failure, today we are going to be talking about how to avoid it, right? Just like last week, uh, we're talking to that primitive brain in your head that's fucking frightened. It's probably told you that failure is bad, failure is wrong, failure is embarrassing, Failure means there's something wrong with us. It means we'll never be successful. And failing now means failing always. It feels awful. Maybe even listening to me talking about failing right now is bringing up like an ickiness in your body. Can you feel it? Like suddenly remembering that time we failed and it felt terrible. Skin crawling. Okay, I will stop there. The point is we want to avoid all of that, right? So today I'm going to be sharing with you the perfect strategy to avoid failure. And it's really simple. Okay, remember fail in its simplest definition, according to Google, (laughs) is to be unsuccessful in achieving one's goal. So the first one should come as no surprise. The first strategy is no goal. No goal, no fail. It's that simple. If we don't own it, if we don't commit to it, if we don't share it, then we don't fail. Like a really good strategy here is to just delay deciding on the goal. We can just overcomplicate the whole creation of the goal to think there's a right goal, have to create that perfect goal before we start doing anything. You can even ask other people's opinions. Like everyone will give you a different answer. So the most important thing to remember here is to never create the goal. And there's lots of things that you can do and be busy with in trying to craft the perfect goal that doesn't move you forward in any way, but keeps you occupied. Now, if your brain does sneakily offer one, look on purpose for everything that's wrong with it, right? Like, oh, this could be a goal, but what don't we like about this goal? And just spend time there, dismiss it. You can use two to play off against each other. The delay and the focus on perfection will keep you perfectly safe and away from failing. So that's 
optimal strategy number one. That's like the best one to go with. Now in saying that, let's say you accidentally did make a goal. That's okay because we have a plan for it too. It's called the quit. The best thing about the quit is you can literally do it whenever. They say most people quit at the 90% mark, but here's the best news. We don't know how close we are when we quit, which means we can talk ourselves still into being really far away. Quitting is easy and it also feels really good. Like the moment you quit, you are going to experience a sense of relief and enjoy some like pleasure hormones pumping through your body. It's like tingly and warm and it feels oh so good. It was almost worth setting the goal just to quit. But listen, you want to be careful here because that relief doesn't last forever. It's like a quick hit. It can be like addictive, like crack. Quitting is crack. So you want to be sure that after the relief leaves, you have plenty of distractions from whatever comes next, right? We don't want to slip back into going for the goal. What you So like what I would say to you is what do you usually do to numb out your emotions? Like whatever you do the most, just drop it in here. The time will pass and then any discomfort around quitting will just get quieter and quieter and like, yes, it will probably hum quietly for a long time, if not forever, but you'll hardly notice it. It will just become normal. So it's important to remember here, you can always quit. Like you should probably quit as soon as you've realized you accidentally created a failing opportunity by setting a goal, but don't worry, you can really quit anytime. It's guaranteed failure avoidance. Phew. Now, this last one is for emergencies. When the goal was set, the quitting didn't happen and the fail is right in front of you. This is your last resort. You don't want to get here, but you can. I've still got you. At this point, the only way to avoid failure is to detach from the whole thing. Like convince yourself you didn't even try. Doesn't even count. It's not even important to you or anyone or anything. Like really just completely let it go. And as long as you didn't really try, you didn't really fail. If you'd have tried your best, then yeah, maybe, but you didn't. You can use this anytime for anything. Immediately dismisses the whole fail. It like can't count. Ask anyone. Those are the rules. And again, we don't want to rely on this strategy. We can avoid it completely by following the no goal and then the quit. But life happens. We get excited. We get caught up and a fail slips right through. There's still room to catch it. Okay, the bonus here is then you don't spend any time learning about why you failed, gathering evidence to improve the next time. It's literally just dismissed, like bye-bye. Again, as you can imagine, we're talking about relief here. It feels so good, just dismiss it. Okay, so now you know how to always avoid failure. And remember to our primitive brain, failure is death. So we could like update our brain and teach it that failure doesn't equal death anymore, thanks to our modern day lives. But that also sounds like effort. So it's much easier to just keep avoiding fails. And you can totally keep doing that. I've given you the perfect failure avoidance plan. I mean, sure, technically you are still not achieving what you want, but you can't get an F in a test you didn't take, right? Like, I mean, okay, at some schools you can, like you have to like have the test, but Like you can't get dumped if you're not in a relationship, right? Now we're talking, there's the example. So the bonus here is that life gets really predictable. Remember our brains love the known. So we are also pleasing that side of things. 
Now, listen, if you want to keep avoiding failure, you are not going to want to join Time Hackers. We fail. Like it's dangerous, right? We fail our way to success. We fail more than the average. We see things through all the way. We learn from our fails. Like I coached one time hacker to get 10 no's in a single day last week. So it's pretty fucking dangerous. And in the end, she got four yeses and felt amazing, but it was uncomfortable. Another time hacker is literally committed to doing something uncomfortable every day for 30 days. And I'm going to be starting a 30 day fail challenge where we fail once a day, every day, sharing our learning so everyone learns from each other's fails as well. It's like brain breaking stuff, really. But of course, it's the complete wrong room to be in if you want to avoid failure. So if you want to keep avoiding failure, keep staying safe, keep living the same life on loop, that predictability, then Time Hackers is not for you. If you have heard this and maybe you're a little crazy like me, like the others joining, and you are ready to tackle your fails face on, then you can join at vickylouise.com forward slash group. The link will be in the show notes and you'll be joining in time for the 30 day failure challenge. Even if you listen to this late, we'll still be in the challenge for 30 days. It's like ripping off the band-aid and failing now. And this will be the second 30 day challenge we do. And like I said, even time hackers within the group are creating their own challenges. So if that's not for you, keep in the known, keep safe, keep living with predictability and keep your primitive brain happy. And if it is, if you're crazy like me, like my time hackers, then let's fuck some shit up. You know what I picked. All right. Bye, lovelies. Thanks for listening. Are you ready to feel better? You can download a free anxiety workbook, which includes a bonus worksheet to use anytime you feel anxiety creeping in by heading over to vickylouise.com forward slash guide. That is Vicky, V-I-K-K-I, then Louise, L-O-U-I-S-E. So vickylouise.com forward slash guide. The link will also be in the show notes. Just do it.